Hey, beautifully built fam, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Melissa Impet, and I'm coming to you today with another fit chick combo with this strong babe named Kristen. Kristen competes in strong woman competitions, and she's gearing up for the 2018 World's Strongest Woman Competition. How badass is that? One of the things that I loved about this interview is that Kristen and her boyfriend actually work together. He builds all her programs and she puts in the hard work in the gym. So it was such a pleasure being able to chat with Kristen and hear her story. So Kristen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so my name is Kristen. Um, I am from Connecticut. I train at Gleason Performance training in uh, Derby, Connecticut, and I train strong women there. Um, we have a lot of strongman implements that we've started kind of building up, and we've gained a few more strongman competitors there. Um, so that's, that is what I do fitness-wise. Cool. So you're a strong woman. That's awesome. So do you know Brittany Diamond? I do. Um, I've competed with her before. She's actually also from New England. So we've Yeah, that's awesome. We actually, we went to college. We went to college together. <laughs> Oh, did you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Small world. Yeah. It was really fun watching her journey, just getting started into it and now to where she is today. It's really amazing sport. So tell us a little bit about how this became a part of your life. Um, So funny enough, this actually started um, kind of because of cheerleading. Um, I've been a cheerleader uh, most of my life and I cheered through college and um, I started dating my boyfriend towards the beginning of college. Um, I was 18. I was a freshman. And he probably spent a solid two or three years trying to talk me into going to the gym with him. He was a power lifter. (laughs) Um, And it took about three years before I finally listened and went to the gym. And he said, it'll make you a better cheerleader. You'll be better at tumbling and all of this. Um, So I finally just joined him at the gym. And he started me on just kind of like a basic five-by-five lifting program, like starting strength or something. I mean, I just kind of enjoyed lifting and just getting stronger and putting a little more weight on the bar every week, like adding weight and being, oh, I can lift this now. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. So I feel you. Strong um, man seemed really cool. We had some influence. And I don't know if you've ever heard of Stephanie Tropea, um, but she was a really good strong woman competitor. Um, she actually won nationals in 2013. And um, she trained at our gym. Cool. And I saw her do some really awesome things. And I really wanted to try it. So he started throwing some of that into my program, and then we found a couples show. Um, Matt Mills at Lightning Fitness runs a couples show every year, or a team cool. show, as he calls it. Um, so my boyfriend was like, hey, uh, let's give this a shot if you're interested. And we did, and we did awful, but I was hooked, and I have loved it. <laughs> I love it. You're like, we did awful, but that didn't stop us. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> That is so great. Wow. There's couples competitions. That's so interesting. I've never heard of that. Yeah, they actually, there's a few different types of team shows. I think um, Titan in Massachusetts is doing a team show later this year. And it's like a four or five person team, actually. And nobody can do more than two events, I think. Um, and to kind of have to plan it out based on your strengths and weaknesses within your team of who's going to do what events. That is really interesting. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about the experience with competing with your boyfriend. What was that like? Um, it was interesting. So um, I don't know if just the women's weights were a little bit lighter or if 
I just kind of took the sport really well. But um, my events went pretty easy, and he was struggling. He's not a strongman, and he did that show, and he said, I'm never doing strongman again. I hated it. He goes, I love watching it, but I hate competing in it. So he's just watching me, you know, do the events and, like, kind of run through them, and he's struggling, and he kind of felt a little bad. But um, we had a really good time. I think we just kind of both kept each other through it, I guess, and it's we just enjoyed it and the people were so friendly and so they were there to like help both of us because he powerless but he'd never done strongman before mm. so there were so many people there to just kind of help us through give us advice um and so we really enjoyed it and then uh he decided he was going to stick with powerlifting afterwards but i asked him to keep programming me some strongman so that is such a cool <laughs> experience not everyone can say that they did that with their significant other <laughs> but he'll never do it with me again. I've tried. I've tried. I've tried to talk him into it, but he said, "Nah, I'm not doing oh. it." <laughs> well, hey, that's at least it was a good memory. <laughs> it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you say that some? What's a valuable lesson that you think you've taken away from fitness? Um, I think the biggest lesson I've taken away from fitness, and I guess I'm going to say in particular, but not even in particular, strongman. I've learned it through powerlifting too. Um, do it for you. Stop thinking about what other people have to say or care about. Um, mm. I did in a few of my big competitions and it affected me. And it's kind of like slowly learned that lesson as I kind of progress through competitions that I do this for me. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. If anybody else thinks that I deserve to be there or if anybody else thinks I'm good, none of that matters. And I would always get bogged down in the pressure if I needed to do well and this and that. But now that I focus on, no, I do this because I enjoy it and it's fun. It's gotten a lot better for me. So I think that's a, one of the biggest lessons I have learned is that it's for me and no one else. And I enjoy it because I like doing it. I like going to the gym. Yeah. Really making sure that you have your intention in check. That's cool. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. So um, what do you actually do to keep yourself motivated? Because, you know, it's, it is hard. We all have hard days and no matter how much you love it for yourself, sometimes you have those off days. So what do you typically do when you can't find that motivation? Really, it's funny. I was thinking about this last week. I'm kind of a little bit in that phase right now. It's mm-hmm. always the really far out from competition phases where you're kind of just like in the hypertrophy building block, but there's no I don't have anything coming up until December. So it's just mm. easier for me to be like, eh, I don't need to go to the gym today. I yep. can do three days this week instead of four. It doesn't matter if I skip this workout. Um, so I'm really trying to focus on that now in these phases of, I'm just setting goals for myself. So I know what my weaknesses are in terms of competition. Um, so I just set like little goals for myself of what I want to improve. And I think about how everything I'm doing is going to help me meet those goals and how it can make me better. Hmm. Just kind of focus on the small things and set mini goals. They're not always massive goals. It's not like, oh, I want to go win world in December. It's okay. I need to do this so I can run the yoke a little bit faster. And Hmm. setting those little goals helps me stay motivated. um, Even when I'm not always enjoying the gym as much as I normally do. Yeah. I like that small attainable goals. That's really cool. Yeah. I always talk about the compound effect. Everything compiles after time if you keep just doing a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So that's cool to think about when you don't feel like going to the gym, reminding yourself that that one day is going to help set you up for what's coming. Yeah, that's what I try to tell myself and talk myself through things I really don't want to do. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. I like that. That's a good way of thinking about it. Good way to keep yourself motivated. (laughs) Yeah. So when you're in the gym training, do you strictly follow programs? 
I do, actually. Um, my, I should say now fiance, actually. Um, we're engaged now. And oh, he's congrats. My coach. He's my coach since I started. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's my coach since I started. Um, and so he's programmed for me for the last, I don't know, five or six years now, I guess. Um, so he sets what I'm doing. Um, I follow that pretty strictly. The only time we get a little creative is usually when it comes to my event days. I'll do an event training Saturday, so all strongman implements. Um, when we're farther out from a show, he kind of gives me a little freedom to say, what events do you want to work on? Uh, but there's a set structure to it still. Like mm-hmm. We have a strength list and a power list and a speed list and an endurance list. But he gives me the freedom to kind of, usually he gives me the freedom to kind of play with it and see what I want to work on since we're not close to anything. Mm. Um, but other than that, I'm, I follow a, a pretty strict program. He experiments with it a little bit to see what works and what doesn't work. Um, but yeah, I don't think I could not follow a program. I would just go in and be like, let's do all the strongman events and let's go heavy <laughs> and everything because it's too fun to not. So I need the program to kind of guide me and hold me back. <laughs> yeah, walking into the gym with no plan can not always lead to the most productive of days. <laughs> no, I would not do smart things. <laughs> so now with the type of training that you're doing, tell us a little bit about your nutrition. How does that play a role in you succeeding in these competitions? Um, so nutrition is really important. I'm not going to say I'm uh, the most strict when it comes to nutrition, but I do um, track calories. Um, I count my macros. And obviously, I get a little more strict leading up to shows um, and a little less strict right off of my shows. Um, but I essentially try to get in as much protein as I can um, leading up to the show. And honestly, tracking calories has been the best thing I could have ever done when it comes to making weight for shows so when I first started um I competed the lightweight so under 140 mm-hmm. um I would end up a week out from a show and I might weigh 148 and I would have to water cut everything yeah um and be paranoid before yeah. weigh it so the night mm-hmm. before or whatever day I was weighing in I was paranoid about oh, am I gonna make weight I can't eat anything and then I don't feel fueled for the show when I started counting calories, um, I remember I think the first big competition after counting calories was nationals in 2015. And we fly to Iowa and the night before weigh-in, we, we didn't have any food. We had to go out to eat. And I was like, I don't really know if I should be going out to eat. Um, mm-hmm. What if I don't make weight? But then I went through my calories for the day and I was like, okay, I can actually get, you know, like a chicken sandwich and a side salad and like good things to fuel myself. And I'll still make weight in the morning because I know exactly what I'm eating and where my weight's at. So tracking calories has been the best thing to help me make sure that I make weight without doing anything aggressive or silly. And I always kind of know where I stand. Yeah, that's really great advice, isn't it? it counting calories was just so eye-opening to me to actually see, you know, what the foods were made up of and what I was actually putting into my body. Yeah, that is definitely true. And it's easier now to fill my calories with better things. So I'm eating more steak and chicken now than I was because I realized, hey, if I do that, I have to have less protein powder later. Mm. Um, my sides are all different. So it just it helped me make better food choices um, just because I'm actually paying attention to what's actually going into my calorie count. 
Yeah. So what is, um, so what is like a piece of advice that you could give the listeners that are a little bit fearful of calories? Because I know in the type of sport that you're doing, it's really key that you're making sure to hit enough calories. Yeah. Um, I try to tell a lot of people, um, who are, you know, do they want to diet? They want to lose some weight. Um, they always say you're tracking calories looks difficult. It looks complicated. And I'm honest with them that in the beginning, for your first couple of weeks, if you use something like my fitness pal, it can be overwhelming, it can be complicated, but when it comes down to it, after you get used to it, it gets a lot easier to add things in. You add in recipes. Everything I make regularly sits in a recipe, so I don't need to re-add it ever. Yes. Um, and once you do that, after a couple of weeks and you get used to it, it's the easiest diet you can ever do because it's attainable. It's, if you're just actually paying attention to your calories, um, you can fit in the things you want and not feel guilty about it. Like, oh, you know, I have some calories to eat ice cream tonight and I'm not going over calorie. I can still wake up lighter in the morning. Whereas when people try these crash diets or whatever fad diets out there, they're never going to maintain it. It works for a couple months and then they gain it all back. Mm, Exactly. It's the easiest way to maintain and it's, it's going to end up working out great because they don't really need to change that much. They just need to kind of track and pay attention and they're going to get the results while still being able to indulge on some of those things that they want to. Yes, I agree with you so much. I loved when you said you're making like your recipes and you input the recipes because I think when, yeah. you know, when I was strictly using my fitness pal, one of the things that worked so well for me is it allowed me to design meals that I love. And then it's like, I know those meals off the top of my head. So I kind of, it's like puzzle pieces. Like I make a meal, I design it and it's part of my puzzle. And depending on the day, I can interchange those different recipes that I know work for me. Absolutely. It's one of my favorite things, which is inputting the recipes. Because I think that I make multiple times every week and I just go, they're already saved. The recipe's done. I know exactly what's in it and I just put in the serving size. Yes, exactly. And then you kind of you kind of do become a creature of habit. But when your body when you're looking for results within your body, it's not always a bad thing to be somewhat of a creature of habit and eating the similar things pretty often. No, I agree. Yeah. That's awesome. I always try to remind people that they can't be fearful of calories because a calorie is a unit of energy and it's, it's what we need, especially if we want to see results in the gym. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I can only imagine it must be really important for you to see, because I'm sure if you're not eating enough, if you're not hitting your calories, you must see it in your strength. Yeah. And that's, that was also one of the biggest things for counting calories for me is when I wasn't, I would end up having to crash diet before a show because I was cutting so many calories because I didn't really know what I was eating every day. I wasn't tracking calories. So I would end up eating so much less than I should have been because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I need to make weight in a couple of weeks. And it definitely affected performances in the gym and in competition. So tracking calories, I know I'm getting enough every day, even if I'm cutting a couple pounds for a show. I know what I'm getting and I know that I'm getting what I need to. Yeah, I totally agree with you. That's awesome. It's cool that you found that so early in your career. (laughs) Yeah, I think I went through maybe a year and a half or two years without it. And then for the last three or four, I've been tracking and it's just been the best change ever. Wow, that's awesome consistency. (laughs) Yeah. This has been such a blast chatting with you. So before we start wrapping things up, I would love for you to drop your Instagram or wherever the listeners can connect with you. Um, yeah, awesome. So my Instagram is actually KB, so K-A-Y-B-E-E, and then underscore 13 underscore. 
Um, and there will be some training videos coming up soon in my preparation for World Strongest Woman in December. So nice. we're still building. We're still far out. But awesome. we're going to start programming for that. Cool. Um, and they can find me on Facebook just under Chris Boulay. Um, so, yeah. That's perfect. So what I'll do is I'll put the link for your Instagram in the show notes too so people can scroll down and connect with you there. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. So before we wrap things up, what is a piece of advice that you could leave the listeners with? Um, one of my biggest pieces of advice, and I often try to give it to people who aren't necessarily into a strict fitness routine yet, is find something that you enjoy. Um, find something you enjoy doing that's active, whether it's lifting, whether it's running, whether it's biking, whatever you want to do, um, and start doing it. If you don't enjoy it, you're not going to stick with it. Um, so if you can find something you enjoy doing just to be active and be a little more fit, start doing that. Um, and make sure you enjoy it and make sure you're doing it for the right reasons rather than just because you feel like you have to. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome advice. So true. If you're not happy doing something in the gym, it's going to be torture to go and do it. So that's awesome. It is. You feel like you have to. It becomes like a job and you, you just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. There's nothing fun about that. And you're definitely not going to build a lifestyle if that's the way you feel. Absolutely not. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much, Kristen. It has been such a good time chatting with you. Thanks for sharing your heart with all of our listeners. Thank you for having me on. It's been great. Of course. We'll talk soon. <laughs>